and from the awakened soul by Gibran. <clears throat> when God threw me a pebble into this wondrous lake, I disturbed its surface with countless circles. But when I reached the depth, I became very still. That's my part for the day. <laughs> and I don't have anything, so. Just Never kidding. do. Excuse me? <laughs> well, this journey can be quite a ride, can it? You know, I was reminded in meditation over the years of walking this journey of life, I'm talking about the inner and the outer, that it can be quite adventurous at times. And one of the things I've really come to know over the years is that when we truly have our eyes, our intentions set on that purpose or focus of awakening and coming to know the greater truth of spirit or the divine or God or beingness or loving, all that is beyond the physical, tangible world, that we do begin to open ourselves and allow that awakening to unfold. And it can be quite exciting at times and quite a rush, so to speak, or what we sometimes call the quickening. And things can happen really fast and change can happen instantaneously. We can find ourselves in great turmoil or just simply great change. It can be exciting or traumatic and sometimes a little bit of both on that. Or we can find simple things where all of a sudden we have an intuition or we hear a voice or we have a dream or some type of inner spiritual experience. Or maybe we don't even have anything too tangible, but all of a sudden we find ourselves talking to somebody or in the bookstore and some book leaps out of the shelf, right? And we know, oh my God, I need to read this book. And then all of a sudden we read the book and there's some type of an epiphany or something stirs awake within us. Then all of a sudden life begins to take on a whole new meaning or we somehow kind of light up and have another level of awareness and understanding where life seems to have more of a divine purpose rather than what am I going to do in the world purpose, but really more the divine purpose or the divine plan. And it can be really a fun, joyful adventure when we're beginning to do this process inwardly because one of the things that happens is that spirit will support us even in our physical life. Just as I was mentioning that all of a sudden we may find ourselves having conversations with people or finding certain books or coming to different groups that all of a sudden reflect to us part of what's stirring within us. And all of a sudden the words we read or the words we hear out here in the world, we go, yes. Yes, that's it. Because what? Why do we do that? Because it somehow lines up and it, it fits to what's going on within us. And so we get all excited and thinking, oh my God, there really is the miracles or the magic, the grace, the blessings all unfolding. And there really is. You know that phrase, for those who have the eyes to see and the ears to hear? It's kind of that type of thing I'm talking about now. But haven't each of us had that experience where you've had had a situation like that and you do get excited and it gives you the next step, it leads you to the next thing. You get the next level of understanding or information or some type of experience that what? 
it makes us what? Believe more, right? Or have more trust or faith or somehow know that there really is something beyond the physical. And then all the excitement after a while, we're really going on the enthusiasm. Then all of a sudden, what? We sometimes hit a plateau. It's like not much is happening. I thought things were moving along and life was so wonderful and all this change was happening. And what now? Am I doing something wrong? Did I hit a dead end? Am I stuck in something? How come things aren't moving now? How come things aren't changing? How come I thought all this stuff was real and now I'm beginning to wonder, was that just my imagination? Did I make it up? What's going on here? So then also now we're working it. It's not all of a sudden coming easy to us. And then we seem to be struggling and trudging through things. And then we go, okay, well, maybe something's wrong with me. Maybe there's something else I need to do or something I'm doing, I could be doing different. And so we may begin to look at things, not just, uh, shall I say, the psychic or inner experience, but then all of a sudden we realize, well, maybe there's some work I need to do because maybe there's something inside of me blocking or not allowing that greater experience like what began me walking on this journey. So we begin to look at actions of forgiveness, of self-awareness or self-discovery or personal growth, the things we can do as far as healing like our own thoughts and our feelings or what can we do holistically even with the physical body. So we start looking at all these things, even whether we explore in psychology or hypnosis or we go get past life readings or we do something to try to once again move and shift things inside of ourselves so we continue that journey of awakening and that greater experience of that quickening where we're having the aha moments, the epiphanies and changes once again. And we do. And then all of a sudden we do something and we go, this is it. You know, I thought it was that other thing, but now that I'm doing this and all this stuff is happening again, now this must be it. That other stuff, I don't, I'm not sure what that was now. Yeah, that serves some kind of purpose, but you know, that wasn't it. Now this is it. And so we're on the next thing, running along, running along, having this experience, meeting new people, getting new information, having new awarenesses. And then after a while, all of a sudden what? Starts to dry up again. We find ourselves in a struggle again. We find ourselves challenged. How come things aren't moving? I thought this was it. I knew this was it. What's wrong? Is it me? Am I doing something wrong? Is it something inside of me that's causing a block or disturbance? That's often part of it. We often go into self-judgment. We begin to look at our self-value, self-worth. So we begin to explore even another level, a greater depth inside of ourselves and begin to look or ask ourselves, what more can I do? Maybe it's not me. Maybe it's them. They're doing it to me. I'm the victim. If it weren't for them, I would be moving along in my life. Things would be happening. But it's because of them I'm, I'm being blocked. It's not my fault. I'm the effect. They're the cause. So then we start blaming the world around us. And then maybe even start to cut off some of our ties or relations with people or situations in the world that we think are causing the disturbance or the struggle or where we're feeling stuck. But because why? There's some part of us that does not like stagnation. Because with stagnation comes pain, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional. 
There's a pain. It's simply the lack of movement, of life force, of energy. And so we're always searching how to keep that energy moving. That's why, like, even in the meditation today, I talked about a river. A river is always moving. There's always movement. But all of a sudden, when it gets dammed up, that all that river starts to now back up, starts to create a lake. But eventually, what happens? Well, it washes over or around or breaks down the dam. That's a lot of how life unfolds. Eventually, when we've had enough of that energy or that river backing up, and the pain that it causes, we find ourselves now somehow breaking through or breaking free whatever the dam is or was that was causing that backup. And isn't it funny? All these things are intangible. I'm talking about not actually physical circumstances, but what? Often how we feel or what's the inner experience inside of us. When we're feeling stuck like that, don't we usually start to have more negative thinking? Don't we usually have more upset or painful feelings? Don't we find ourselves even imagining more negative scenarios in our life rather than more positive things in our life? And then even our physical experience, things don't seem to be going so good. Isn't it amazing how that can reflect on all these different levels of consciousness like that? Well, they call it holistic. But every step of the way, no matter how we judge it or evaluate it or discern it as good or bad, is it me, is it them, what's right, what's wrong, no matter what we do with that, there's always a wonderful lesson unfolding in every single situation, circumstance, and experience we have. Regardless of the environment, regardless of who's there, who's not there. And it's often in the most negative type of experiences we tend to have the greatest learning. We don't like that kind of learning, but yet the pain gets our attention quite often more than just nice, gentle feelings. And it's that attention that it gets is where we learn. You can remember that. You can begin to find a way to make your life a little bit easier. By the attention we give anything is how we begin to awaken and learn and discover what the lesson is there in front of us that we're learning in any particular moment. Just by giving it attention. In other words, what am I saying? Don't ignore or avoid your life no matter what it level it's on, physically, imaginatively, emotionally, mentally, unconsciously, spiritually. Don't avoid any of it because it's in our avoidance that the dams start to build, the energy starts to back up, and we begin to experience the negative consequences. All to our own doing. Not anybody else, to us. Because of the choices we make. Just by making a choice to avoid or ignore something, we're making a choice. Freedom of choice, right? Well, I don't want to look at it. Yeah, of course I want to avoid it because it's painful. It's unpleasant. 
Maybe it'll just go away if I do some positive thinking and focus on spirit and God. Well, some things do because there is this action called grace where there are those things that through God's grace, they can be lifted, cleared, or released. But those are the situations in which the soul has already learned in the past and has completed the lesson, but the lesson is simply coming up again because this world is a world of repetition and we learn through repetition. You heard this phrase, the earth is a classroom. But once the learning is really complete, even if it's not an unconscious level, even if we're not aware of it, once the learning is complete in the soul, we're not always conscious of the soul, are we? Except maybe once in a while. Maybe we have an experience in a dream or meditation where all of a sudden the light goes off. We're aware of our own divine presence. Well, it's in that divine presence where all the learning is taken in and completed and fulfilled in the soul. That's why this is a path of soul awakening. But also in the soul awakening, it is one of the soul completing the lessons or the karmas or the stuff is the new word we're wanting to give karma now. Take a little bit of that negative bent off. The stuff we're learning, even unconsciously, it's learned simply by the soul having experience. But once the soul has completed that and we choose that greater journey of the divine to now begin to walk beyond the physical material worlds, that we begin to now choose to fulfill or complete the journey in this world and the other worlds, the imagination, the emotions, the mind, the unconscious, subconscious, all those levels that are not of the spirit but are simply a reflection we call time and space. So as we choose that vertical pathway towards God, we begin to rise above the timelines. We begin to rise above all these lessons that are laid out on these timelines. It's what we call the karmas, the past, the present, the future. And as long as we keep looking to the past or looking to the future, we are going to continue creating and promoting more opportunities of learning. That's what we've been doing all along. But there will be a day that each soul on its journey will begin to realize the game that's going on and all of a sudden we'll hear the words because now we have the ears to hear such things as be present, live in the here and the now. Well, why the here and the now? Because the here and the now is the only place where we can experience our beingness and the truth of who we are. We can't experience it in the past. It's just a memory. We can't experience it in the future. That's just a fantasy, the imagination. You can only experience it right here and now, to be present in the divine moment, the divine presence, here and now. So as we live that here and now, we begin to discover and awaken more to that truth of who we are. And as we awaken to more of that truth of who we are, we automatically begin to rise above the lessons of what was and what will be. And as we do, as we lift that up, those lessons of the past are brought present and cleared or lifted or completed so they're done. 
And also anything we may have projected into the future is also pulled present, cleared, lifted, released. So we're not creating future karmas or lessons. I like to say opportunities of learning. It's all pulled here. Think of it. If you've got a big string right here and you lift it right in the middle and you lift up, what's it do to the two ends? It pulls them together, right? And eventually when it's lifted to a certain point, it's one line now and there's nothing more on a horizontal level. Well, it's kind of what we're doing on this pathway of sound and light. This pathway we're teaching in Inner Light Ministries is one of the soul. Not only awakening to its own divine essence and its oneness with God, but also beginning to lift and clear all those karmas or those lessons. So it pulls them all together. And in that action of spirit is where the grace, the quickening, the completion. That's why when things happen so fast, it's those moments of spirit where we're really aligned in the here and the now. And in those quickenings is where a lot takes place. A lot is learned. A lot is released. We have these awakenings, epiphanies. And at the same time, there's these other things being completed. But it's learning how to hold and live in that more and more in the here and the now, in the moment. And that's what the meditation is. The meditation is that technique or way by which we can hold to the here and the now in spirit. We got to rise above the mind, above the emotions, above the body and imagination. You can't just be here and now, because you can be here and now in the body. You can be here and now in the mind and the emotions. You get what you focus on. So you make the choice of where you want to put your focus, what you want to be attentive to, and what it is you want to experience and come to know. There's the freedom you have is to make that choice. But also realize in your choices, you get what comes with it. So guess what? If you choose God, you get what comes with God. Loving, peace, joy, awakening, knowing, divinity. If you get to choose the mind because you seek knowledge, you get a headache, you get stress, you get a lot of information and a lot of knowledge. You may become a genius and can do a lot of amazing things and become quite the academic in the world. You can focus on the emotions, have all kinds of happiness, upset, anger, excitement. We could live in imagination and just create all kinds of fantasies. Whatever you want, you can create whatever you want in that imagination. And then in the physical, you can choose to do whatever you want with all the emotions and the thoughts and the imagination. Do you want to live out your dreams? Because the physical level gives us the opportunity to live out our dreams, positive or negative, we get to live them out. And it's usually all of it, isn't it? We usually want the positive and don't want the negative, but somehow the negative always comes right along with the positive. Because guess what this world does? It is always seeking balance, but it will never be in balance. Because if it were, then all of a sudden the slow could, the slow could slip right on through. So there's always a little state of imbalance, creating a little tension, sometimes a lot of imbalance, creating a lot of intention, attention, all of that. Tension, that's the main key there, right? In or at, it's still tension. 
So we want to come to that place of stillness. Peace, be still. Because in there, there's no tension. When there's no tension, we're not living in the polarity, the magnetic attraction or repulsion. And in the stillness, what we call in here the neutrality or the unconditional loving, is where all of a sudden we're in the here and the now in the spirit, where now we just lift above all the polarization, all the karma, all the lessons. And in there comes the experience, the knowing, the understanding, the awakening of the divine. So that's what we're doing in here. This is what we're going for in here. This is what the meditation is about. This is what the initiation is about. This is what the sacred names of God are about. This is what the loving is about. This is what life purpose overall is about. But it's that dang journey that we get so caught up in with the struggle in polarity. It's funny because Jim and I are always trying to remind people we're doing spirit here. So even when we do Q&As and questions, we ask to keep it focused on spirit. 99% of the time, though, it's really all about the mind, emotions, and body. Because why? Because that's where we're all having a challenge. We're all trying to get out of the stuff and into the spirit. And guess what? We can get a little, make some headway doing that. But you know what we're doing when we're focused on all the other stuff and the questions about the world and our relationships in the world? Whether it's relationships with money or people or jobs or this or that. We're simply walking backwards. That's what we're doing. We're walking backwards. Well, I did that for a long time. The nice thing is I still making movement forward, I was just doing, going about it back-asswards, right? Well, one day each of us will realize that we're doing it ass-backwards or back-asswards or whatever it is because we're looking at the world, we're looking at the past, and go, you know what? I'm sick and tired of this pain, the struggle, the challenge, the stuff. And how many times have I heard anyway where they talk about loving, accepting, forgiving? Just to let go and surrender. We finally let go and surrender and it drops away. And because we no longer have the tension focusing us down and out or backwards, that tension is gone because we finally let it go. Realizing maybe I don't have to do anything with this. Maybe I don't have to figure it out. Maybe I don't even have to heal it. Maybe all I have to do is let it go. And then when the tension is gone, all of a sudden now we have the inner freedom to now turn inwards and upwards or forwards. Better inwards and upwards. But maybe a little forwards just to make sure we keep walking in that inner upwards neutral pathway and not step in or create a little more doo-doo to handle that's right to let it go to surrender that's the path of simplicity but then you better know how why what to do so you don't create more so that you can now fulfill your soul's journey in this world in other words where's the way out how do I get out of here? How do I complete this? 
What do I need to do? What do I need to have? How can it be done? Meditation upon the sacred name. Loving, accepting, and forgiving. Taking responsibility for your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and your reactions. God, I guess we say that every single talk, don't we? That's simple, though. Well, what about all the rules, the laws of the land? Do I have to do all that? Do what you do. But on the pathway of spirit, that's all we're sharing here, that Jim and I share, is the simplicity of the inner journey. And as you really choose to focus on that inner journey and do the inner work, the inner play, take the steps, walk the pathway. Is that why they call it a pathway? Yeah, but it's a different type of walk. It is through the walk of loving, accepting, forgiving and meditating upon that sacred name, which is simply loving God and letting God love you. That in that, the journey unfolds. Even in the physical world, even all these physical experiences begin to be good, become complete. And we'll have those moments, the epiphanies where we know it, we understand it. And we're going to have a lot of, we still don't get it. We still don't know it. We still don't understand it. We don't think anything's going on. But if you still have love in your heart and have the intention and the desire to awaken to God, to complete the journey in this world, and to fulfill the journey of the soul, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, sure, we'll walk a lot on trust and faith, belief or hope or a wish. But just keep on walking because that's all it takes. It is in the walking, doing the actions, taking the steps that we come to know, that we have the experience. And then it's true knowing through our own experience. And then it's not a hope or a wish. But then it's true. Just remember, a big key. I like to call it the what, why, and how. Figure it out what it is you really want. And then the reason why, that's up to you. It'll be different for each of us. And then the how. How are you going to get it? What do you need to do? And then do it. And then keep doing it. That's the other big key, especially if you've been doing an inner journey or pathway for years. And sometimes you get bored with it or it's just like, okay, well, I'm just used to doing it now. But, you know, you start taking it for granted, in other words. Well, when you come to that place of taking it for granted, one thing is that's a good thing. That says it's on automatic and you're just doing it now. So pat yourself on the back and give yourself some credit. Say, hey, all right, I'm doing it. But if you're taking it for granted and you're not giving it the attention, then you might want to begin to give it more attention once again. Because often when it seems like not much is happening, we're usually distracted and caught up in our processes. Or we simply have to just let our focus wander somewhere else and have not given the attention to this inner journey to God.
That's the simplicity. You keep coming back to it over and over and over. And I know a lot of us say, okay, well, I need some information. I, 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 need, I need somebody to tell me. I need the psychic information. I, I need to be told what is the next steps. What can I do? And we think we're helpless if we don't have it. Well, guess what? That's a false belief. That's a fantasy. As long as you carry that, and I'm saying this because hopefully if you are doing that, maybe the words will help you realize what you're doing and realize it's all a choice. We are the creators of our own universe. But it's just being able to make that choice of spirit or God or loving over and over and over until now that is our experience. You can't just do it once, twice, three times. You want to do it once, twice, three times, several times throughout the day, every single day. And keep on doing that. How do you think you created all the other stuff in your life? Because you kept making the choice over and over and over and over. Just by focusing on it, all the thoughts, all the feelings, all the fantasies created our existence. So through the same process, we can begin to create a new existence in this journey back home to God. Through all the thoughts, all the feelings, all the fantasies, all the actions. And it may seem like all that at first, but it's through all that that we create the reality of the living experience of spirit. In truth, that's who we are and what has been experiencing it all along. So we're really not creating anything spiritual. We are spiritual. But the soul that is divine is a creator. And that's how we create our own reality. But it's over and over and over and over that it takes place and that it's up to us to do it. Just in one lifetime, it's a heck of a journey. But if we even knew all the lifetimes, even just as a thought, when you find yourself stuck or trudging through life, just as a thought, think, you know what? Maybe this isn't so bad if I'm just going through this for a little period in my life now. What about all those other lifetimes? But this lifetime, because of my intention, my focus on God and stepping into my freedom and awakening, that I can let go and free up all the past, all that time, right here and now, and simply come back to that place of the divine and transcend and rise above it all. <laughs> 